I'm Tefria Jemian. And I'm Hannah Bailey. Welcome to Yeah, a show where we talk about young adult lit and what it can teach us at any age. This is our book club, and you're invited. Yeah! yeah! This week, we are having a special holiday gift edition of Yeah! Yeah! Where we're going to talk about some books that we like, some books we think would be great gifts to receive. So hopefully that will if you have young people in your life, or Mm -hmm. Yeah! lovers, or readers, teenagers, which I said already. Um, Uh These are some books that maybe you can gift, because it is uh, two weeks before Christmas now, and uh, Mm -hmm. we got to get gifting. We do. I have done none of my Christmas shopping yet. I have one Christmas present for my kid. Uh, uh, that's it. Yeah, I have, I've got nothing. That's what this week is about. But my kid's birthday is also the week before Christmas. Right. So it's this coming Tuesday. So first, I'm always like focused first on that. And then it finishes yeah. and I'm like, crap, Christmas is in literally a week. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's uh, a, when are you going home for the holidays? Uh, Next week, end of next week, like Wednesday, Thursday, I think. Exciting. Yeah, I'm stoked. It'll be a lovely time. Yeah, so I had a little bit of trouble with this because I didn't necessarily want to do entirely books we've read on the podcast, but those are all the young adult books I've read recently, mostly. But I found mostly some that we haven't. So there are some fresh ones and some that we've talked about that I'm going to highlight again. So my first one is one that we have not done on the podcast yet, uh, although we probably will, which is That Inevitable Victorian Thing by E.K. Johnson, um, which is like, it's a very like fun, so it's an it's an alternate history future kind of book. So it is it is an imagination of what the British Empire might de- be in a roughly contemporary time to now mm-hmm. if, like, the past had been, like, less shitty and colonial. So it's, like, very, it's very, like, fun and imaginative and there's some really good queer representation and it's set in Muskoka, which makes my heart happy. Mm-hmm. Um... And it's, uh, I like, like, speculative fiction that's, like, just, like, an interesting, like, what could have happened if things were different? And it's, yeah, it's, like, a fun world. And so if you, if you have teens who, like, you know, fun romances and, like, alternate future or history or queerness or nature, it's a fun book. Yeah, that's one that I have on my shelf, but I haven't, yeah. uh, I haven't read yet. Or maybe I give it back to you. I think uh, <laughs> I currently have it because I'm rereading okay. it right now, but, um, but you can borrow it for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's That Inevitable Victorian Thing by E.K. Johnson. The other bonus about that book is the cover art is gorgeous if you have it really design is. nerds in your life. Yeah. I also made an effort not to have any books that we've covered mm-hmm. on the podcast because I feel like we do tend to repeat ourselves. We do tend to talk about the books we, we like we the most. Keeping in mind that I recommend any and all books that we have reviewed this year as gifts. They're all mm-hmm. very good and that's a great way to find a gift uh, list. Um, yeah. I made an effort to to not repeat myself. Mm-hmm. So... Which was actually kind of fun because it made yeah. me go and start thinking about like, okay, what books do I love the, like before this year started, before this mm-hmm. project started? Yeah. And the first one that I have is a YA book. So not all mm-hmm. of these are YA books, but this one is YA. Um, it's by Deb Coletti, who's an author that I read obsessively as a okay. teenager. I think she's very good. She covers often 
um, you know, deep topics, intense topics. Like mm-hmm. she'll cover domestic violence and mental health and things mm-hmm. like that. The book that I really like of hers is called The Nature of Jade by Deb Coletti. Oh. Um, and it's about a young girl who has panic disorder, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she volunteers. She lives in Seattle. She volunteers at the zoo mm-hmm. with the elephants. And she meets this guy named Sebastian who has a baby mm-hmm. and they you know they develop a friendship and romance and mm-hmm. whatever but it's just she writes about anxiety really well and mm-hmm. uh she writes she just she writes really well yeah um i i love the animal side of it oh, like cool. there's a really developed interest in animal behavior and That's things neat. like that and um really i love neat. that it's very seattle i love seattle yeah. i have family in seattle and i've spent time mm-hmm. there and i i enjoy having um that sort of west coast feel yeah so i really yeah i recommend the nature of dave <laughs> the nature of dave god i'm <laughs> so tired <laughs> the nature of jade i think was the, the title nature of, of that jade book. which is incidentally her name so it could be the the nature of dave i suppose That's uh i would really recommend it especially for anybody who has anxiety or has panic oh. disorder of some kind because um it's a really sympathetic writing about it nice. and I like it because it's not I think often when there are books with protagonists with anxiety there's like a really significant trauma usually that has started it it's usually yeah. like more of a PTSD response that and is this true. is really just a protagonist who has anxiety disorder mm-hmm. it's not you know it's response like to a huge trauma of a specific thing that is that is nice um, to read yeah. and I, I like that so that's yeah. the nature of Jade by Deb Coletti um, nice. Or also just browse Deb Coletti's titles because she's written a lot of books and mm-hmm. uh, they're all quite good. I, I had I had a little bit longer than necessary list, so I am going to do only books that we haven't read on the podcast, which is going to result in all of my books being queer books because that's what I've been reading for fun this year. Um, that's great. So sorry, not sorry. So the second one is one that I just read uh, that a friend of mine lent to me that is super great and was like very fresh and not something I had encountered before and so it's called Georgia Peaches and Other Forbidden Fruit um, by oh gosh I'm gonna have to put that in the show notes because I do not know that off the top of my head and so it is it's very queer Uh, so it's about this girl who uh, her father is an evangelical radio pastor um, but like a, a fairly progressive one and she is she is queer and out um, and then they move to this small town in Georgia. They're from Atlanta originally. And so because of the move to the small town and like something with her, her new stepmom's parents, um, she, her father asks her to go back in the closet for a year. Jeez. Um, so it's a, it's a very like nuanced and complicated, like, story around coming out and parent relationships um and then there's also of course like a really sweet romance that happens and some some really good like friendship stuff uh but I think my favorite thing about it is that it is it is a queer and Christian teenager Mm -hmm. um and like her faith isn't like a like shameful thing for her it's a like something that she's excited about and she's excited about like her queerness and her faith and like Mm -hmm. doesn't see them as conflicting and like that is not something I have ever read Mm -hmm. and being like I'm (laughs) I am in seminary and I'm also very queer so it was very exciting to me to read a character who was like openly queer Mm -hmm. and also Christian 
and it deals with it in really interesting ways and I liked it a lot I I'm not sure if we've talked about it on the podcast I know we've talked about Mm -hmm. it in real life how YA books have very little religious representation they're often just a religious um, or sort of like casually Christian-ish um, and that I would really like to see more books um, yeah, with teenagers really actually mm-hmm. addressing and engaging with religion. So that's really cool. I'm going yeah. to put that on my list for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I would love yeah. for us to do it on the show at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had never, I don't think I've ever really even read a YA book with like an openly, like an overtly Christian protagonist, let alone, um, or maybe not, maybe that's not true. Um, it's certainly not common. It's certainly not common. And like usually when, when faith is a part of YA books, I find it's something that is like a parent-child conflict. Yeah. Um, rather than like something that is important to the character. Yeah. So anyways, I found that really cool, especially because it was queer and Christian. So the mm-hmm. author that Teffer just found for me, thank you, is J. Robin Brown. So that's Georgia Peaches and Other Forbidden Fruit uh, by J. Robin Brown. Very fun book. And and who should our uh, listeners buy that book for? Um, I mean, like, anyone who likes a fun love story, um, especially queer teens, especially teens who are interested in queerness and religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, my second book... Mm-hmm. Um, this was a fu- this was fun. I was I am excited to have this book on this list because okay. this is one from my youth, uh, like very much my youth. Um, I had this friend who was a neighbor. She lived across the street and a couple mm-hmm. houses down. And um, her mom was so great. I've been thinking a lot about how her mom mm-hmm. has influenced my parenting actually. Oh, cool. But she always had just cool books lying around. She yeah. always had like she always had books. Nice. And like it's where I got a lot of my sex ed books. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's great. But she had this book called The Lottie Project by Jacqueline Wilson. It's a middle grade book. It has illustrations that are really fun, uh, but it's a chapter book. It's illustrated by Nick Sharat. I've never tried to say this out loud. Uh, Sharat? Sharat? Anyway, that's the illustrator. Um, And it's really cute. So Mm -hmm. it's about, I think she is... 12 when the book starts mm-hmm. but she might be 10 i might okay. uh, it's somewhere in that yeah, range in that um range. it's about this girl named charlotte who everybody mm-hmm. calls charlie except okay. for her grandparents Me. her um mother was very young when she had her she's okay. still in school i think she yeah. was a teenager mm-hmm. um and it's just you know about their life um but Mm -hmm. charlotte takes on this project now i think it's for school it's been a long time since i read it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um where she is sort of exploring what life would be like for a victorian girl of her age it's like a history project for school and uh and so she does fun little projects for that and thinks Mm -hmm. of little storylines for that and in the meantime she's also her mom um, she's becoming aware of financial struggles in her mm-hmm. family kind of because she's at that age and doing things to try to alleviate that and try to mother her mother in ways yeah. that, are, that are cute and interesting. And mm-hmm. um, the book's really stuck with me as I've gotten older mm-hmm. because there are so many just little moments in it that sort of make sense as I get older. Like there's this part where she decides mm-hmm. she's going to, you know, she's been reading up on this like serving girl in the Victorian era. So she's That's like, cool. well, I could work and bring in money <laughs> and makes up these flyers okay. that say she's a like charming, hardworking 12 year old or something. And she just sticks them under all the doors in their building oh, that's great. with their phone number on it. And then doesn't understand when her mom hits the roof. Right. Yeah. Like, 
and it's just like you you can't you do can't this, do that. this you, is. like you do not market yourself <laughs> to strangers when you're 12 don't this is no, no. so yeah. it's just it's really fun and mm-hmm. you know there's little like historical educational things but it's it's warm and funny and uh I mm-hmm. loved it at that age. I, I read it a million times. So if you have a middle grader, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just fun. I mean, you don't have to be from a single parent family to love it. I <laughs> no. was not. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. uh, The Lottie Project by Jacqueline Wilson. <laughs> nice. So my next one is one that got a bunch of buzz a couple of years back, but we have not done it on the podcast. And it was very fun, which is Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda, which is the book that the movie Love, Simon is based on. It is a very cute book. It is, um, it's, so it's about these two, well, the main character and then this other boy who is, so he's closeted, he's in high school and he, um, via this like blog that their classmates run encounters like meets online another queer boy from his high school and they have this like very sweet email based romance um, and then of course there's there's conflict and there's shitty homophobic classmates but it's mostly just like a very sweet romance um, and it's really charming and it's it's a clever it's like a fresh premise and it's it's very cute and it's a fun read. Um, so if you like, a, if you've got a teen who likes a fun romance, um, whether or not they're queer, good book. And it's also just about like navigating high school and all of that too. You're making me realize this, like there's this gap in my YA calendar when I had my first kid and was just kind of out of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, I missed this book. Oh yeah, I missed this book. Oh yeah, I remember hearing about this and missing it. I need to, I need to take um, notes. <laughs> like I, I have been just... I feel like this year I have just been getting back into reading more current YA. Mm-hmm. Like for a long time, most of the YA I had been reading was just like rereading stuff that I read as a teenager. Right. So it has been very fun to like this year really delve into the like current YA scene. Yeah. I have not delved into a lot of the like serial current YA scene, like all of the like sweeping fantasy series that are current. So I need to do that. There are just so many there of them. So like many. how do you, s- I don't know how to start. I know we should do the like city of bone, city of ashes. Cause yes. that's like big and it's supposed yes. to be very good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's hard to yeah. keep up. It's I I, I kept up. up. I used to work in a bookstore, and so I kept right. up. And then I stopped working in a bookstore. I just need to work in a bookstore again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda by Becky Albertalli. My third one is actually an adult novel, cool. uh, or written as an adult novel rather. Yeah. Um, but it's one that uh, I think just everybody in the world should read. And when mm-hmm. we do these roundups, I'm allowed to do non-YA books, so yeah, uh, I'm going to slip this in there. Go for <laughs> um, it. <laughs> The novel is 10,000 Saints by Eleanor Henderson. Mm. It is uh, possibly my favorite book in the whole world. Okay. It's about teenagers. So okay. I, that's, that's I feel like I get a pass yeah. on this because it's about teenagers. <laughs> it is set in the 80s. It's a period okay. of time that I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, this book does a great job. I found this book. I was in Syracuse in 2012, the okay. summer of 2012. And I was in a bookstore, as I often am. And I just like picked this book up and I started browsing it. And the next thing I knew, I was just like sitting on the floor and I was like a quarter of the way through it. And I was like, oh, okay, this is coming home with me. Like, <laughs> those are the best. Yeah. Um, so it's about uh, 
a group of friends. It starts off about two friends and then sort of, you know, different people get drawn into it. They're the children of hippies. So that's kind Mm -hmm. of the generational thing. It's about their parents, too. Yeah. It's about New York during the AIDS crisis. Um, There's, uh, you know, dealing with being gay and being closeted in various ways. There's, Mm -hmm. um, you know, talking about drugs and sex and and all the things um and a big mm-hmm. part of it is about straight edge punk scene also which is cool. something that i really knew very little about um mm-hmm. but it's it's so beautifully written and it's okay. one of these books that like i don't want to give too much of the plot away there's yeah there's so much to it that just kind of unfolds really beautifully um it's spectacularly written mm-hmm. i gave it to my mom to read and my mom and i usually have very different tastes in mm-hmm. books and I usually wouldn't give her something that's like a little um racier just because sometimes it's awkward mm-hmm. to give this to your mom not because I don't think yeah. she, she has a degree in literature she's read you know mm-hmm. all of the books but <laughs> yeah. uh, she loved it and she's 68 cool. okay. so um you can I think give this book to maybe literally anybody over the age of like 15 okay um that's that's a high recommendation it's spectacular. It's called Ten Thousand Saints by Eleanor Henderson. They made a movie of it, which I haven't seen, but oh. by all accounts seems kind of crappy. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll watch it at some point, but it sounds like they cut mm-hmm. like all of the important stuff out. So Oh, that's unfortunate. Um But yeah, if you wanna just kind of get completely immersed in a world that mm-hmm. that I mean, maybe you know nothing about, or maybe you were yeah. a straight-edge punk kid in New York in the 80s, and you want to relive you that. I think either way, um, <laughs> that's 10,000 Saints by Eleanor Henderson. Really worth picking up. Um, I'm going to go off script and and also do an adult book uh, that I just remembered because you were talking about gorgeous writing, and I'm like, this trilogy, though. Uh, which is I haven't read them in a little while, but um, they're very they're very like sweeping and immersive and beautiful, and I think an older teen could definitely be into them. Mm-hmm. Or if you have an adult who likes beautiful kind of weird books, uh, which is the Map of Trilogy by Felix J. Palma. So these are I'm trying to figure out a way to succinctly explain them. Basically, each of these novels there's three. There's the Map of Time, the Map of the Sky, and the Map of Chaos, and each of them so. Each of them is kind of based on one of H.G. Wells's novels, okay. but also not really. So H.G. Wells is a character, and basically, there's one of the one of them is about time travel. One of them is about an alien invasion. One of I forget what the last one is about, um, but they're very like sort of steampunky sci-fi. Uh, that's very complex and immersive and just beautifully written. Um, and clever and fun and wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's there's a Jack the Ripper subplot, which is always fun. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> just love me some fun Jack the Ripper. <laughs> I mean, it's fun in I, that sort of, like, low-key horror kind of way. I, I, uh, <laughs> I love Jack the Ripper subplots. <laughs> I'm also pretty sure this one involves, like, getting revenge on Jack the Ripper, if I remember correctly. So, anyways, very, like, weird, fun, beautifully written trilogy of, like, steampunky historical sci-fi novels, um, if you're into that. So that's The Map of Trilogy by Felix J. Palma. My fourth and last book is, in fact, not even a novel. But, um, (laughs) you know, 
It's my podcast. I can do what I want. <laughs> it's my podcast. I can do what I want to. And you know, I'm never going to miss an opportunity to shill sex ed. What? So, you like sex ed. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like I think informed consent is important in every aspect. Anyway. What? <clears throat> um, this book. So this one, I, I mm-hmm. kind of was on the fence. I was like mm-hmm. on and off and on and off the fence because I feel like it is controversial. Okay. Because it is, um, I mean, it's a book that's written for adults okay. about sex ed. But I, okay. I think it is worth uh, giving to older teens, especially cool. teens who are sexually active, which a yeah. lot of older teens are. A lot of them are, yeah. Um, it's called Drawn to Sex. It's okay. by Erica Moan and Matthew Nolan, um, cool. who are... The the duo behind uh, Oh Joy Sex Toy, which oh, cool. started off as a sex yeah. toy review site and and has become also a sex ed site, also really worth checking out. They taught me mm-hmm. a great deal. Um, they do. They're the ones who do the really fun like um like comic infographic yeah. things, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, really inclusive of different body types. Mm-hmm. So the reason I'm choosing this book and not any of the other quite good sex ed mm-hmm. books that are aimed at teenagers uh, if you have younger teenagers and you can't do this a, a really good recommendation I have is um, It's Perfectly Normal which is a classic Cool. I had it as a kid um, the only reason I didn't want to fully endorse that one is because I haven't taken a look at it recently to see yeah. how cisnormative it is mm-hmm. because I have It's Not the Stork which is the younger kids version of mm-hmm. it and it's extremely cisnormative oh that's disappointing um, which I mean, you know, it's like mm-hmm. I don't. I don't feel like I feel like every like sex ed book should include an overview of trans people. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that a book that's aimed at four to seven year olds um, needs to be like needs to steer completely away from boys have penises, girls have vulvas. But yeah. Anyway, but blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. If you have younger teenagers, quick plug for it's perfectly normal. It's good. Mm-hmm. It does include queer people. Uh, I just haven't vetted it for trans Fair. inclusiveness. Fair. <sighs> this one, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, is drawn to sex, Erica Moan and Matthew Nolan. So mm-hmm. if you're a parent, like looking for a sex ed book for your kid or an auntie or a godfather mm-hmm. or something, um, I do suggest vetting it and just making sure you're not going to piss anybody off because it does Fair. have... Um, realistic illustrations of genitals and sex acts. And, yes, you know you need to know. I I believe that if you are having sex, you are old enough to see those things. And I would say yeah, yes, it's good to or considering having sex, and it's good to have as much information as possible. Mm-hmm. If you're an adult and you feel sometimes like mm, I might be missing out on something, this would be a good gift. Hell, this would be a good gift for a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Drawn to Sex by Erica Moan and cool. Matthew Nolan. Very cool. Yeah, give it to uh, either the sex ed nerd in your life, uh, somebody who needs information on having sex because they're just starting it for the first time, mm-hmm. or, um, you know, anybody because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Maybe not like a 10-year-old. Yeah, maybe not a 10-year-old. <laughs> Good. Um, so I have one last bonus one, um, which is a fun Christmas YA novel. Um, I haven't read it in a couple of years, so it like probably has problematic stuff that I didn't notice when I last read it. But I remember it being very fun. So like fun with a grain of salt. I was trying to make jingle bell noises, but I don't know if they came across well. <laughs> now I understand that that's what you were trying to do. I wasn't entirely sure what was happening. 
<laughs> but like now I get that that's what you were doing. All right. Um, I, I am done interrupting you now. Please <laughs> do carry on. So this this book is called Let It Snow, and it is a series of three kind of overlapping novellas by John Green, Maureen Johnson, and Lauren Miracle. Um, and it's it's I a, like those names. They're good names. <laughs> Lauren Miracle is an especially like good her, name. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's like three overlapping like YA holiday holiday romances and there's like there's a train that gets stranded in a snowstorm and there's you know lots of cute adorable holiday themed shenanigans. Um and it's like a fun if you like to read fun fluffy seasonal books. It's a fun, fluffy seasonal book to read. I was actually just thinking about that. I was mm-hmm. thinking, like, we should do a holiday books roundup. And then yeah. I was like, are there enough holiday yeah, YA books? I don't. Like, this is the yeah. only one that I know of for sure that is, like, very much a holiday I YA feel like book. YA books are mostly summer. Yeah, or if they're year. seasonal, they're usually summer. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's cool. So, uh, what's that called? It's called. It's called Let It Snow. Let it snow. Um, and it is by John Green, Maureen Johnson, and Lauren Miracle. Okay. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's our that's our little gift roundup. Um, yeah. As always, we also wholeheartedly recommend all of the books that yeah. we've reviewed this year. We have not actually reviewed any on this podcast yet that we've been like, wow, this was a terrible book that I would recommend to no one. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I wouldn't recommend, I would personally not recommend uh, Divergent, but <laughs> but some people like it. I did not. True. That's but some true. People I like forgot it. that we did Divergent. <laughs> I feel like it's mean to single out just Divergent. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I would I would maybe say that if you were looking for a dystopian uh, trilogy for a young person in your life, uh, you could get them divergent only if it is the only one they don't have at this yeah. point. Yeah. And I, mean, I, I do feel like it's con- culturally significant at this that's point. That's you know? true. That's true. And I also, I think I said this at the time, I feel like I would have liked it a lot more if I had read it at like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Um we here at the Yeah Podcast are yeah. extremely uncomfortable with disliking things. <laughs> uh, I think you will discover this. We we do not like to say this was bad. We don't make good critics. No, that, um. is, that is not our job. Our job is not to be critics. <laughs> We're too nice. We are collectively too nice. Yes. But um, we need to get my roommate on this podcast. She is comfortable disliking things. That's fun. We have we have some <laughs> listeners who, who like interact who will message me and be like, mm. okay, I had some I had some words uh, from our, our listener Chantal about uh, Dumplin actually. Not a, not about the book itself, yeah. but about um Bo, who she found yeah. really problematic, which okay. I wanna go back and No, I wanna read, read so it again, yeah. Sometimes I wonder if I should just if we should like if we should have a critic, you know. <laughs> Somebody that we run things by and be like, What are we missing here? What do we need to be mean about? <laughs> like we're usually we're usually justly critical about like problematic stuff if we notice it, but we Yeah. We will really be like, I just did not like this. Yeah. But maybe we just haven't gotten to that book yet. I think we've also, yeah, just been reading good books. I mean we've been choosing our books is we, the thing. That's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. Yes. So yeah, we've got a whole uh uh mm-hmm. whole bunch of fun seasons books. worth of books you can look over. Mm-hmm. Um I hope you have a lot of time to read this holiday season. Yes. That's my favorite part of the holidays is like 
my parents would give us a book every year you'd get a book as one of your presents for sure and it was just my favorite thing to just immediately like dive into it and I would usually read the whole thing Christmas on Christmas so like Mm -hmm. I hope that you have that time either listening to audiobooks or reading Mm -hmm. books like snuggled up by a fire drinking your favorite hot beverage Mm -hmm. I just cut out dairy so I'm feeling really sad about hot beverages milk is decent in a lot of teas and i've been like using a coconut 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 map what was that word <laughs> a coconut milk creamer which is pretty oh, good in my yeah yeah so those are good books um may you get good books this holiday season may you give good books we really need to end this and episode on a delightful time um with much love from us to you yeah <laughs> Thanks for listening to Yeah. If you want to leave feedback, suggest a book for us to read, or just say hi, send us an email at theyapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at theyapod at... Gonna take that again. Follow us on Twitter at yapodcast and individually at tefferbear and at thebalesosaurus. If you like the show and want to help us make it even better, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can get all kinds of great perks, including early access to bonus content, shoutouts, guest appearances, and more. Head to patreon.com slash yapodcast to donate. Uh, right now, we have a fun thing going on where the first Patreon, Patreon... I don't know. <laughs> where our first Patreon supporter... I have said at Patreon too long. I can't get used to Patreon, even though it's correct. I know. Our next Patreon supporter at the $5 level or more will receive a free laptop sticker in addition to all the Patreon perks that you get. So uh, go take a look at Patreon. That's for the month of December. So we've got a couple more weeks of that. Go take a look at what our Patreon perks are. And if you pledge uh, $5 or more a month to us, Mm -hmm. you get a laptop sticker on top of what you already get. You can also support us for free, as always, by leaving a rating and review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. We really like getting your ratings and reviews. Indeed. And by sharing this episode with a friend who maybe also left their holiday shopping a little too late. (laughs) Special thanks to Great Bear for letting us use their song, Jenny's Groove, as our theme music. You can find their music for sale at greatbearmusic.bandcamp.com. This episode was produced and edited by Tom Zalatni as part of the Upford Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com. I'm Julian McKenzie, co-host of the Scrum Podcast, a sports show I'm doing with my podcasting partner in crime, Tristan Damore, on the Upford Network. Every week we analyze something different from the Canadian sports media landscape. Lack of diversity, getting a job in the field, coverage of different sports, and answering some of the harder questions. Through a combination of back-and-forth discussion and high-profile guest interviews, we're aiming to figure out exactly what's up in the world of sports. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Message in a Bottle, Morse Code, Telegram, Singing Telegram, Target, Walgreens, Bird's Nest, Dad's Shed, uh, and a crowded convention center bathroom. You ever wonder if picking your own name for Secret Santa and then buying yourself a gift makes you a sociopath? Or if everything is everything, then how much of everything is there? Or what exactly a moguana is? Well, <laughs> that one's just a way of saying more iguana. Or maybe you wonder what the death of a friendship over the course of 50 episodes sounds like. Whatever your questions, you can find the answers and also more questions on Lasers on the Rod podcast. Now a member of the Upford Network. Available wherever you usually get your podcasts.